Hey there, and welcome to episode 42 of Cast Reflect. I'm your host, Josh, and I'm joined, as always, by Connell Loot the Truth Jennings. Hello, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, yeah. Yeah, good. How are you doing? I'm all right. It's um, Baltic, I would say. Yeah, moment. it is freezing. It How is can we got a bit of snow freezing. coming? Do you reckon? I don't know. It feels like it. it. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. We never really get it on the Isle of Wight, though. Like, I don't know what it's like in Brighton. Yeah, not really. Probably much the same, to be honest. Nah. We had a little bit uh, last year, I think, but it just doesn't really it, settle. It's never it just enough, turns is to it? slush, doesn't it, pretty quick. just turns a sl- slippery slush. It's a slurry. And you're slipping about everywhere on the slippery slipping slurry. On the sliding on the... Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, d- I like a little snow day, though. I like a little snow day. Yeah, yeah, one, one or two, and then it's like, oh, can, can this go away now? Because you get left with the remnants of, like, when it turns into like muddy, slushy snow yeah. and you're just skidding out trying to walk the dog. It's not fun. It's not fun. Other than the weather, though, all good? Yeah, went and watched White Hawk yesterday. First game of the new year. Yeah, yeah. lovely. Well, for them yeah. and me. So, good, uh, good game? It was good fun, yeah. Went with our good friend Jack. It yeah. was his first game ever. Um, they put the price up on the 10 sausages, though. Oh, so, what's the... What's the go on. £6 now. Six pound is it? Yep, what for ten, ten sausages? Corn sausages are they? No, 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 no. I didn't get any. They're, they're oh, they're actual sausages. They're actual sausages. Yeah. Who's buying ten sausages? Only only portion size. I do. <laughs> Why do you don't need ten sausages? <laughs> it's like when you buy it, it's like you got a box of chips, but it's just sausages. It's just full of sausages. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Oh, it's just oil like dripping out of the like fucking bottom of the box. Yeah. But their chips are fantastic. The chips are good, are they? So, what, like what's shockingly the good chips. What's the going rate for a portion of chips at Whitehawk? Uh, I think they're like three quid. Three oh, quid sorry, for a small, four quid for a large, I think. Not bad, not bad. For, for a football, you know, for a football, a stadium, you know what I mean? Yeah. For a football stadium. <laughs> good game, though. Good, good game. game, yeah. Extra time winner. Three two to Whitehawk. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah, lots of goals. Exciting. So they're the. They're like the local. Is it the Ish, Ishmian? Yeah, Ishmian Premier League. Ishmian. They're they're the Brighton local team. Yeah, well, other than Brighton, but yeah. Well, you know, yeah, in the Ishmian. Yeah, Ish, yeah, yeah. Ish, Ishmian. Ishmian sounds like a word that Mike Tyson struggled to say. <laughs> Ishmian. Ishmian. Good. Have you been playing any games? I have. I've started my Resident Evil binge. Oh yeah. Go mm. on then. What? Uh, which one have you played? Started before? and finished seven. So you started with seven? Yeah. What What's the thinking behind that then? I think I was just most, I most wanted to do the uh, Winters, the Winters's story. Ethan's, yeah. yeah. Um, it's a good name. <laughs> good name. Ethan Winters. And um, yeah, I just, I, I, that was where my itch started really. So I went back right. and played seven again. Um, absolutely smashed for it. Did you enjoy it's, it again? Yeah. Is this really the second good. time? It's great, yeah, isn't it? Second time. First half, absolutely phenomenal. Ev- to be honest, everything in the house. Yeah. Everything in the house yeah. is really good. It's I love the basically, layout. Yeah, it's basically when you get to the boat, isn't it? Where I yeah, feel it like it's it. a bit mad. I think a lot of resi games do that. Like right near the end, they just sort of go, yeah, it's going to get mad now. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. going to yeah. go bonkers. It um, feels like two games in a weird way because you have the first half's like the running away. And I know there are some. With well, the you... moulded, but then the second half is like you just 
shooting the fuck out of the molded all the time, and they stop they stop becoming scary. Do you know what I mean? It's pretty ambitious as well. Like it's a bit mad. They change your character, so you start playing as Mia out of nowhere, and then yeah. completely you've played the whole game in the house as Ethan, and then all of a sudden you're playing on a boat as Mia. It's, it's like. Yeah, I don't know, it's a pretty big, it's a pretty ballsy switch up at that late on in the game. Yeah, I think that's where it started to, I started to not lose interest with it, but it's definitely that, not as that good section, as the house. It, yeah, it starts so strong. The, the way that the house is set up is so good. Like it's mm. you go through different sections of the house, and each section is like a different family member, and each bit feels there's like similarities. Like you're still in the same, like house you're still in the same building so it all feels the same it's all coherent but they're all very unique yeah in their own way so you've got like jack where he's just terrifying and undefeatable he's just relentless he just stalks the shit out yeah you just cannot kill him he's a bit like mr x or you know nemesis or whatever yeah then you've got marguerite it's a bit more like goofy and a bit like with the bugs and stuff. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Like it's a bit creepier, I think. She's not like, really like stalking you, is she? No, she's, she's just really creepy. Setting. I mean, yeah. she's for a bit with that lantern following you around, but um and then you've got uh Lucas, the brother, and that his whole section almost is like saw. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the games, the escape room kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah. And I just love it. It's like you just go through these little sections that are all coherent to each other but very unique and like all, all really enjoyable. Um, and it does, yeah. I think it does lose its way when you go on the boat a little bit. But like I say, I think I've almost sort of got to the the point where I expect that from Resi because it most of them go mad at the end. Yeah, it's funny because we were talking about it, weren't we? Last in the last episode, I think because you've not played Village, I'm assuming you're going to play that next. I've yeah. just started it. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, like I said to you last week, I I think overall that is better. Like it doesn't drop its pace really mm, i love the setting for village yeah it's, it's amazing awesome it's amazing it's so good it's very resident evil 4 like in terms of its setting definitely like the village um and it's way more of a shooter yeah villages than the original resident evils and i like this they it's weird how much they really change it up between the games as well because like you think about seven and eight like well, seven and village being quite similar. Actually, there's a lot of differences in like the like in village. You've got like the map, and you've got all of the rooms that go blue when you've cleared everything, red when they're not, and the movement seems a lot faster in village than it does like in seven. The pace yeah. in seven, you move a lot slower. Everything's a lot more slowed down. Yeah, um, and like. Both of them, to be fair, actually, they're really good at hiding stuff. Like, there's so many items in those games that you just don't find. And you're like, how the fuck? I've been in this room 30 times. Has this been there the whole time? And it's like in a chest of drawers. Like, just in, the in a little crevice right the behind yeah. the light. Yeah. Yeah, Seven's like, Seven's like the least Resident Evil game out of all of them, if you know what I mean. Mm. And then Eight Which is, is interesting cause I love is it. more. I do love Seven. Yeah, yeah, really yeah it's fantastic. It. Yeah, it's brilliant. So after Village, are you going to go back to, what are you going to do, two remake? Or are you going to go and do, you going to do zero and one? No, I think the the orders, there's not much order to it. Um, no. I'm going to do the four remake after Village. Right. Because okay. I've never played it. Because you've not played Village or four, have you? No. So that's no. sort of okay. what I've set myself up for. So I played seven 
And then basically, as soon as I finished seven, I just went on the PlayStation Store and just bought Village and Fall. Yeah, nice. Um, and just yeah, put them straight on downloads. So. Oh mate, I'm so excited for you to, to hear your thoughts on both of those because they're both absolutely excellent. Yeah, I've played a little for... bit of. Um, I'm in like the Castle Dimitrescu. Oh, so you have done you have done the first. You've first, done like the, vi- the first section. section. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Yes, I'm I'm enjoying it, man. Really enjoying it. It's... Yeah, the yeah. I think the castle was probably my favourite section personally, okay. but I'll wait until you played a bit more. Hopefully next week we can talk a little bit more about it. Yeah, well I flew through seven, so um, hopefully I'll fly through eight as well. Yeah, it's it's fairly it's quite it's quite long for you know like a Resi first person game. It's probably one yeah. of the longest Resident Evil games. Not like Resi three. Remake, no, which it's was about like, three hours. Yeah. <laughs> I literally completed it in four and a half hours, and I was taking my time with it so much as well, <laughs> like trying to get everything. Yeah, it's a shame, but I've been playing more Cocoon. Mm. That's about it, really, because we recorded late last week, didn't we? So it's only yeah. actually been about four days. Which is because um, I've done Resident Evil in that time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair, fair play. You like. You're not pulling your weight, mate. I've completed a game in that time. What and I've done? started the next one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, I'm, re- yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I've just got the purple ball, <laughs> like the purple world. Uh, so I've yeah, got yeah. three now. Um, I've done, yeah, I've done two of the bosses. Um, it's really good. It's really, really good. It's so easy to play. Yeah. Do you know what is, I mean? Yeah. And the puzzles are so, at such a good level of, of challenging, but not ridiculous. Yeah, it doesn't stress you out. It's challenging, but it's not annoying in any way. It's all like everything you need is on the screen. If you see what I mean, mm-hmm. and you just as got... with most games. <laughs> no, but you know, you know what I mean. Like at one time, sorry. Like yeah. if you've got a puzzle to solve, you can see what you need to do within the the screen that you're on without moving around too much. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm loving it, man. I'm loving it. I think the soundtrack's really good in it. I know, that's it's what so I was saying good. about with the Game Awards. Yeah, yeah. It was up there for, for me for the soundtrack. Yeah, I, I get it now. I get it. <laughs> I'm just, uh, I'm looking forward to finishing it in a way so I can start Dredge and then I can talk to you about Dredge because nice. that's going to be my I'm, next. I'm excited for that. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But that's all I've been playing, really. Um, been playing a little bit of Fortnite still as well with, yeah. uh, with a few yeah. people. It's good. It's good fun. I'm enjoying it. Well, we tried a new game the other the other night just for a couple of games, didn't we? Oh yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, we played the finals, didn't we? Yeah, the first person. I think they're ex Battlefield devs. Yeah. Um, like three v three v three v three. Yes. Uh, yeah. You just got to like kill people, bank money. Yeah. First to like get forty k in the bank wins. Yeah, I had a I had good fun playing that. It was good. It's quite, it's quite fun. It looks really nice. It's um, movement and shooting is really smooth, really fluid. Uh, like you can be light, medium, and heavy class, and then yeah. they've obviously got different health, different like movement speeds, and different weapons and yeah. abilities. Um, yeah, it's just, it seemed pretty solid. I mean, we only played like three matches on it, right? And yeah, we did. So there's only two game types, isn't there? There was the well, I can't really remember what the first one was because we only played one game, but the second one was Banquet, I think. Yeah, which is like the main. The main game. It felt like the mode. main game mode. Yeah. yeah, which is four teams of three, and then there's like those little safes that appear on the map, which you can unlock. You grab the money, and then you have to take it to a de- like a deposit zone. But you also get coins for killing people as well. 
It's quite hectic. Yeah, it's mad hectic. And I think the one thing I'll struggle with, because I really want to play it again as well, um, but the one thing that I will struggle with is uh, like the how vertical the maps are. Well, I I that first map we played, I really liked. I was like, the maps are really good in this. Mm. But yeah, you're right. There is a lot of verticality in the map. Like, there's a lot of ways to get around. Like, it is they are a bit mazy some of them. Yeah, a bit like Apex in that sort of vein of. Yeah, it does have that feel to it, definitely. But then there's good there's ways to traverse around in there. Like, there's different abilities. I think you can probably unlock. As like equipment that you can unlock to make that easier, like the yeah. medium class is quite good because it's got that jump pad that you can just put yeah. down, yeah, I which like is that. really he- good. When I moved over to heavy, and obviously there's other benefits, but not having that jump pad was I just struggled with it suddenly. Yeah, but it was cool though. I did enjoy it. It's free to play as well. It's um, and crossplay, and crossplay. It's got a battle pass. You know, your usual free to play biz. Yeah, but it's good. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed what I played of it. It's I don't think I'll play it loads and loads, you know what I mean? Unless they maybe add a couple more, you know, mechanics or abilities, equipment, or some different game modes. But no, I enjoyed it, man. I enjoyed it. I had fun when we played that. Mm. Right, this week we're going to have a little chat about two topics. So the first one is the Steam Awards 2023. Uh, yes, yes. Um, this, is your, this is your shout. Yeah, you said about uh, well, know, re- having some been a little controversial, hasn't it? It has, it has. Um, I didn't know about it really until you messaged me the other day when I was at work, and I was looking into it, and I was like, "Yeah, we can definitely talk about this because <laughs> they're mad. <laughs> they are mad." Um, the awards. I don't know how many there. Are. I think there's eleven. I think that yeah, it was eleven categories. Yeah. Um, for like the Steam. You know, they had their own Game of the Year awards, the Steam yeah. Awards. And they're all voted for by Steam users. Yeah. So it's community voted. Um, Which, in theory, is great. Yeah. It's absolutely great. That's what it should be. So, in theory, <laughs> yeah. perfect. I agree. I agree. Now, there's a few awards on here that are a bit mental. Yes. <laughs> in terms of what won. Yes. Um personally okay this is my opinion the one i want to start with is the labor of love award yeah so this is what did they say it's uh uh, this kind of like this reminds me of the award that they did at the vgas which was like the um best ongoing game right Mm -hmm. that sort of thing again i have to specify i could not find a criteria I could not find a criteria for these awards. So that at no point is there, this award is awarded to the game that is done. Da, 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 da. Mm. But this went to Red Dead 2, the Why? Labour of Love Award. Red, Red Dead Redemption 2. Why? I've got no idea. I've got no <laughs> idea. The other finalists as well, just for context, were Dota 2, yeah. you know, Rust, Deep Rock Galactic and Apex Legend. Yeah. Which... To me, are traditional, you know, multiplayer games that have been out for a long time, that have been supported for a long time. Get updates pretty they consistently. They are based around online multiplayer, all of yeah. those. Um, Red Dead Redemption 2 does have online, obviously, which is easy to forget sometimes because I think it's been completely and perpetually eclipsed by the success of GTA Online. Yeah. <laughs> like, when I 
I was so excited for Red Dead 2's online and it came out and it just didn't really have much in it, to be no, honest. Not, not, because I used to love Red Dead 1's online massively. Yeah. It was so fun. Yeah, which is amazing. But yeah, it didn't, it didn't really, it didn't really have much in it. And I tried it a couple of times over certain periods of time and it never really did enough to lure me in. Also, yeah. it's one of those games that like, I never hear about them updating Red Dead 2 online. No. Or if I do, it's like, there's a new well, job, there's a new thing, there's a new horse you can get, there's a new gun. Skin. Ironically, it's actually been slated a lot by fans for being left to sort of rot a bit because of GTA's online. And yeah. that's where all their focus and attention is. And it's probably yeah. something that we're going to bring up again in a minute with some of these other awards, but this feels like a massive troll from people just voting for this as a piss take basically just yeah. to go oh yeah you forgot about that little labor of love what a joke because you don't care about yeah. that anymore <laughs> yeah. which yeah. fine like yeah great it's trolling whatever but all you've done there as a gamer is taken that award away from somebody else who've bust a gut who've bust a gut and actually put the effort in literally a labor of love into <laughs> yeah, the game yeah, yeah and and should deserve some sort of recognition and all you've done is just taken that away from them because you wanted to be funny but i guess this is what happens isn't it when you when you let community vote in that way that's the other side of the coin isn't it yeah <laughs> human yeah, I, I, like oh no, like I'm, Rust, I'm right there with right? you. I'm right there with you, yeah. Rust yeah. has had so many updates. So many updates. It's been out for so long. It's still so well, like, reviewed and... Supported. And, yeah, and supported, and people love it. It's, obviously, you see streamers setting up their own own uh, servers and stuff and playing out these, like, massive games on it. It's, it's amazing. There's, like, a new thing that I saw the other day for Rust where they're set, they've made a world map, like the Earth, the map of the Earth, and they're right. they're just putting people in charge of each country, and they're just li- like letting people live it out. Like like real politics will em- emerge throughout it, and yeah. people can either like align with each other or fight to take over different countries and stuff like that. Right, like shit like that's fucking wicked. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Apex Legends obviously is just constantly getting updates, new seasons mm. and stuff. Deep Rock Galactic, we played that for a bit. Wicked game. Yeah, I haven't really kept in touch with what's been going on with it as much as. I probably could have, but no. But they, with, they always, they always too. add. They like Deep Rock Galactic always has updates coming out, like new battle passes, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, new seasons. I think it's kind of gone into that model, but yeah, that's an amazing game that's been out for a while. Just yeah, I don't know. It's this. I actually find it really annoying hmm. because it's like, what's what's the point? Like, I know you're trolling and you're trying to be funny and doing it to make a point, but you've actually just ruined something for someone else there yeah and it's not as if steam's a small platform is it either do you know what i mean it's it's just clearly i bet it was a reddit thing or something and like people set up like a a campaign for it yeah yeah oh let's vote for red dead redemption 2 to kind of like have a go you know pick it like yeah 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 stupid ridiculous um the other one well there's two more that i've got on here that i've wanted to bring up Obviously, I know you'll probably have some as well, but the second one I had was Most Innovative Gameplay Award, which uh, went to Starfield. Mm. So 
I think we can just leave that one there. I, I mean, <laughs> and just, just for, again for context, off. the the finalists were your only move is hassle, which I've not played, contraband police, which I've also not played, shadows of doubt, which I've also not played, and remnant two, which I've not played either. So I've got no I've got no point of reference for this award particularly because I've not played those other four games. But what I would say is most innovative gameplay award. I mean, so I played Starfield for five, six hours and I didn't find anything particularly innovative about the game whatsoever. One of the lowest reviewed games on Steam. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a first person RPG. That's it's Bethesda. It's a Bethesda game. It, but that aside, again, it's the same point. Like, what's the fucking point? If another one of those games got most innovative gameplay award you'd go oh well, I've, that oh, i'll have to have a look at that i'll oh, have a look at that that's if yeah, shadows that's... of doubt got it you go all oh, right what's that all about exactly exactly no nah, just give it to starfield as a joke yeah it's yeah it's insane it's insane because also it just enables them even more do you know what i mean and like do you know what's like because i've been playing cocoon as well it's like how the fuck is like how's cocoon not been nominated for this Mm. because that genuinely innovates at an incredibly high level do you know what I mean Yeah. in terms of its puzzle solving and, and level design it's fucking brilliant mate it's absolutely brilliant I've not played a game like it really and it's just annoying that you see uh, whether it's a joke or not I don't it know is, it is a joke I mean it's got it's got it's to be, a massive it? joke it's just I, I, I haven't even played Starfield but just based on the reception the reviews on Steam and just like the general discourse that's happened around it, that is a fucking piss take. Yeah. And yeah. again, all you've done is ruined somebody else's like moment hard work of that should have been the moment of their reward. Yeah. And again, we talked about it last week. Like in a year where the games industry has been through a massive turmoil, lots of redundancies, people have worked their ass off and then basically ended up with no jobs. Yeah. Just you basically you're just kicking people while they're down doing shit like this. This is what the like. This is unfortunately this is the side of the the community that's fucking shit, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? This is the side of it which is the antithesis of what like we kind of want Cast Reflect to be. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. without without you know bigging ourselves up. But the whole point of this podcast was to put a positive spin on video games and celebrate video games. And this is the shit side of it. This is that corner of the internet, the fucking loud minority. And it probably is a minority because most people who, let's face it, I don't expect like millions of people voted for these awards. Like, I don't I don't think loads of people, but it's going to be the dickheads that are like, oh yeah, I'm going to vote for a Starfield because it wasn't the most innovative gameplay award because I'm yeah. a fucking dumbass. And I've actually got the time and personality to go out of my way and fucking click the button and vote for it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And you're right. It's fucking annoying because there's four, there's four games on there. Like you said that I've not played. And you know, if, 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 if one of them was the most innovative gameplay award, I would, that would, I would go out of my way to look at that and be like, Oh, what's this then? Cause yeah. yeah like you said, fucking annoying. Other one I had was best soundtrack. <laughs> um, which was The Last of Us, part yeah. one. Hi-Fi Rush was on this. Yeah. 
I saw that. Hi-Fi Ross is on this. Persona 5 Tactica, which I've not played, but it's a Persona game, so I'm assuming the soundtrack's going to be absolutely amazing. Pizza Tower. I've heard nothing but good things about Pizza Tower, but I've not played it. And then Chance of Senat. Senar? Yeah. Senar. I like the artwork on that. I've never heard of that. It looks quite cool. It's cool. All right, don't get me wrong. I absolutely love the Last of Us soundtrack. It's fantastic. It's it's an amazing soundtrack. But to give this award to a game that came out 11 years ago, I know it came out on Steam this yeah, year. Yeah, I think that's probably the, the argument for this one, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, get, I get that. But it, the soundtrack was written and came out 11 years ago. Do you know what I mean? 2013, that game came out originally. The soundtrack yeah. hasn't changed. It's no, not like, I, I completely it's agree. Compl- you know what I mean? Again, it's like, what's your criteria? <laughs> like, how are these? How are the nominations getting made? Do you know what I mean? What's what's the criteria? Someone yeah. really needs to start writing this down. Like yeah. when they do this. But yeah, I don't want to. Uh, I'm not. I'm not shitting on the Last of Us soundtrack. I think it's fucking brilliant. But oh, it's fantastic. Like Hi-Fi Rush. Is the whole game is based on it, and it works so well, and it's absolutely excellent. It drives that entire game forward. That that yeah. soundtrack is the beating heart of that game. Because it's also like, is is are you just going to vote for that every year then? Yeah, yeah. Is that going to exactly. win best soundtrack award every year now? Because like, <laughs> even if, like, it is one of the best soundtracks. Like, I love it. Mm. But are you just going to give it to that every year? What's your cutoff? What's your cutoff point? <laughs> Yeah, th- those are the three that I was a bit, you know, not really sure why that got that. I think obviously the first two, Labour of Love and Most Innovative Gameplay Award, well, like you said, joke, voted as a piss take. The Last of Us, don't get me wrong, I get why people voted for it. And, you know, a lot of people who are probably playing it on Steam have never owned a PlayStation. Yeah, and that probably playing it for the first time. And then, like, in, that's what I mean. In that case, it's like, yeah, fair enough. Because to those people, that is they've heard it for the first time and that is maybe the best soundtrack they've heard. Yeah, yeah. So, fair enough. Like, there's more of an argument for that one. But the first two, get out. I think it's that to me seems like, oh, let's nominate The Last of Us Part 1 to show off that it's on Steam rather than, like, put another soundtrack in there. Do you know what I mean? Like, that that kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the the rest of them are pretty solid, to be honest. Like outstanding visuals went to Atomic Heart. That's probably the the one thing we said about that game. Yeah, it was the was, was how the, good it looked. Yeah, visually it's ridiculous looking. Better with friends went to Lethal Company. I've heard nothing but good stuff about that recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then like Game of the Year and the the narrative one or whatever it was called. Outstanding story rich. Game. Yeah, both went to Boulder's Gate. Yeah, again, absolutely fair enough. One Game of the Year at the Game of the Year Awards as well. And then sit back and relax. Award went to my game of the year, Dave Dave Diver. So, yeah, and for the most part, they they're pretty solid. But again, shadowed by some bad eggs, let's say. Yeah, and it's just I just find it the thing I find weird with it is like, how are they picking the nominations? Like, did 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 the community vote for the nominations as well? Yeah, I think you can just vote for any game. Right, okay, so... Because I, I voted for... I didn't vote this year, but I have voted. So it's you vote for whatever game, for whatever category, and then the finalists are the, those with the most votes. Yeah. Right, okay. Because that's what I was thinking. I was like, how is Red Dead 2? I thought it was maybe a list of nominations, and you pick yeah, from no, it. Yeah, no, 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 it's just any game. Right, okay, okay, that's fine, that's fine. 
Well, very strange. Very strange. Um, if you're one of those people that voted for Red Dead 2 or Starfield, don't do that next year. Just vote for a game that actually fucking deserves it. Yeah, don't don't take yeah, just don't take away someone else's like moment. hard work to you know, try and be fucking it's, funny. It's someone's moment to shine there and and reap the rewards from effort and hard work that they've put in. Yeah, and if you're just using it uh, to just make jokes and troll and well, just don't bother. Just, also, just, just also, bother. it's not even funny. <laughs> no, it's it's not even funny anyway. Right, the other topic I wanted to talk about this week was the Switch 2. Mm. There's been a couple of little articles that come out recently, supposed uh, reliable yeah. sources, talking about potential uh, details of what it might entail and what it might when it might come out. I think yeah. the general consensus is, is that it's going to release this year. Nintendo obviously haven't said that officially, but most reliable sources have cited that it's going to release this year, or it's going to be announced this year. So I wanted to have a chat properly about what we'd kind of like from the Switch 2 yeah. um, in terms of like price point, what it launches with, what features it might have, you know, yeah. hardware capabilities, that kind of thing, and just see sort of like what we kind of think of it and how we might want it to look. So I, I, firstly, I would love them... I would love it if they named it the Super Switch. That would just be... Yeah. Please call it the Super Switch. Don't call it the Switch 2, please. Because I think they are going to stay with the Switch format. I think that is the way forward now. Yeah. Um, Certainly at the moment, unless they do a crazy innovation again. But really, I can't think of much that... Yeah, I think they did. They nailed it a bit with the Switch, didn't they? You know, they tried the uh, Wii U. Well, the Wii U was effectively a prototype of the Switch. Exactly. Yeah, and it wasn't quite there, was it? It's, it's. It, I think, had issues with it being very difficult for third-party developers to develop anything on. Yeah. Because it had a screen on the controller and stuff like that, and it's you know really yeah. hard, makes it difficult to be exactly. compatible. So, moving over to the Switch, where. It's the same sort of vibe in that you can like dock it, play it on the TV. You can also play yeah. it handheld and stuff like that. But it's all, you know, compact in that one space. Yeah. So they just absolutely nailed it. Which is pretty incredible, isn't it? When you think about how big the Switch is, you know, it's like tiny little fucking thing, really. Mm. And I know it's not. I know it's not a powerhouse. Of course, it's not. It's too. It's too small to be able to be a powerhouse but it's it's incredible really it does i mean yeah you you do get them like we had what was it mortal kombat one and stuff is it a few games that come out where the switch version's not quite up to standard when you compare it to the others but i sort of have that expectation anyway and the games that i buy on switch are the games that i want to sort of play in that format and one like Mm. a really good example is um, the Dark Souls re- remake. Yeah. That runs fantastically on Switch. Yeah. Because it's like a 15-year-old game, isn't it? Yeah. And stuff like that. Like, I love playing stuff like that on Switch. Because being able to just play Dark Souls on the train, that's wicked. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. I mean, not my controller of choice, the Joy-Cons wow. for Dark Souls. <laughs> but We'll get onto that a bit later. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, I'm not asked about it having 4K, if I'm honest. No. Like, I don't... Not for me, really. Like I, I'm happy for it to stay 1080p. Um, 
you know, I'd like 1080p on the handheld now. I think that's yeah. got to be expected. Uh, 1080p on the TV, obviously, and then 60 frames. Like, I don't think they need to add in like a performance mode or a fidelity mode or anything like that. I'd be very surprised if it's got 4K capabilities, if I'm honest. I'd be very yeah, surprised. I don't think it needs it. I don't think it does. And I think they know it as well. Like, they know that it's... The thing people... I, th- I think most people would rather have a higher frame rate now mm-hmm. than graphical fidelity. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I think I... People like us, yes. I should say, the only I reason I say that... the general public. The only reason I say that is because with the PS5 and the Series X, it's the first consoles that's come out that allow you to pick between a performance between two, mode yeah. and, a, and a visual fidelity mode. Yeah. Which I think is maybe turned a lot of people's heads thinking, oh, you know, oh, doesn't this look amazing in 4K? And then you put it on performance mode and you're like, oh my God, this just feels instantly it's better. It's a lot nicer to play. Like I never use the 4K mode, which is a shame because it... I like, don't you know, Horizon and, and God of War in particular look ridiculous uh, in the perform- in the visual mode. Yeah. But... A game where you're, you know, it's super fast paced combat. You just, you want, you want 60 frames per second. I think it depends what sort of game you are. Because I mean, like Counter-Strike's a brilliant example for that. Because, yeah, like the people who play Counter-Strike very seriously play it in potato mode. They drop the graphics down to minimum. They put the screen in like stretched, stretched mode. Yeah, it's just just mining as many frames as possible. Yeah, exactly. It It looks awful, but it it runs as as best as it possibly can. And you can see things. (laughs) People who play, like the professionals, they change it so that they're... um, They run it it on a 4x3, like a 1024. Some some people do, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, There's only a few. I think there's maybe one or two pros that play uh, 1920, 1080. Yeah. Yeah. but like they will also the other thing they'll do is change the the saturation of the the color on the screen and they'll make it really vibrant because then it's easier for you to see the characters against the background. Yeah. But yeah. if you're just sitting there watching someone play that, it's just it's just an eyesore. Yeah, yeah. But they're just trained to play it that way, right? <laughs> so like it yeah. depends why you're playing games, right? Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. OLED screen, that's gotta be standard for me. I think might be a bit of a push to suggest that, but it could be a world where there's two variations of it. So you have one with an OLED and one without maybe yeah, maybe a cheaper 70, model, 60 quid difference potentially. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would definitely get an OLED yeah. uh, super switch <laughs> because super switch. like the OLED one, I know it's got a slightly better battery of the standard switch that already exists, but it's not enough for me to spend you know 300 quid again trade my old one in for the sake of it when there's a new one coming out but yeah i would i would like to see an oled screen as standard definitely yeah the big one for me i think is the joy cons i still want them to have joy cons i like the the format of the joy cons but um just make them a little more palatable to the hands um, yeah, so yeah, this is what I've got written down. Especially well. your joysticks. The joysticks on the, the, the Switch Joy-Cons at the moment, they're yeah. fine, but again, like if you're playing Dark Souls, it's not 
it's not ideal. Um, Even shooters as well. Like when I played Metroid, I I played it with the Joy-Cons instead of the Pro Controller. And it was just, it was, it was fine. Like it was, I could, you know, I played it and completed it, but there were so many times when I was like, oh, I could really just do with a fucking real controller here. Yeah. With, because you get so used to, you know, playing on the Xbox controller and the PS5. Like the PS5 controller is so good. It's lush, isn't it? You take it for granted after a while. And then you go and play Joy-Cons and it's like, I'm playing a shooter with these Joy-Cons and they're just like, they're so tiny. They're so yeah. tiny. I want a little bit more, bit more girth on them. <laughs> You're always maybe, after you know, girth. <laughs> always. Uh, maybe a little bit like taller, you know, like just, just a little bit bigger really. Yeah. Cause a little bit moment, more shape on them maybe. Yeah. Or even, like... even like a peripheral that you can get that. You know, like you know, they do like the rubber. Yeah, well, I've got sleeves. some. I bought some. Oh, I, can't, I haven't got my switch next to me, but I got some like fake Joy Cons mm. um, to go on mine, and they're actually better because they've yeah, got like the shape. little. Yeah, they've got these little bits that stick out the back, so they sort of rest so you can in grip, the palms grip of the your controller hands. a bit. Yeah. More, yeah, yeah, and and it's just like it's, it makes such a difference, mate. Yeah, hundred percent. Because I think that's kind of a bottleneck for me in terms of playing slightly different games on mm. the Switch, like maybe more uh, third-party games. Not that I would particularly, but I'd be more interested and more intrigued at buying something on the store or on offer if, if I had a better controller, if you know yeah. what I mean. Because most of the time I play it handheld. Yeah, I don't usually yeah. dock I can it, tell you the last. I can even tell you where the dock is for mine. Yeah. Some, it's yeah. in a box somewhere. <laughs> I mean, I just, char- I just use it to charge mine, to be honest. That's the only thing. I've just got it behind the TV. But yeah, definitely agree with that. Also, they need to fix the fucking drift on the on the Joy-Cons as well. Oh yeah, that's got... Well, that was a given. That's just... They yeah. can't make that mistake again. That's like the Red Ring of Death. For, that was their version of it, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was like the 360 Red Ring of Death, the Switch Joy-Con drift. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that'd be nice for them to fix. I think um, maybe... maybe I'd love it if they did a, like a colour choice as well. So you know they do the pairs and it's like one's mm-hmm. pink and one's green. It's like, can I just pick what ones I want? Mm. Can I have a yellow left one and then a blue right one or whatever? Because mm. they've got the colours, they've got them manufactured. Like, why can't I just have one from that one and one from this one? I get it, it's to try and sell them. Yeah. You know, well, our friend they're Sam, 70 quid, man. They're 70 quid. Yeah. Well, I went to um, our friend Sam's house yesterday. And he's actually modded his own ones. Right. So his are like that sort of 90s style see-through plastic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like the old nice. Game Boys. Yeah, yeah, like the crystal crystal ones, yeah. Yeah, so that's the, like, he took them apart and just bought the covers and just fair. put them back together. Fucking fair play. Fair play, Sam. I think I'd love a, like a SNED style set so they're grey. But they've got the the buttons. The four buttons are like the yellow, blue, yeah, red, yeah. and green. Like yeah, that would be wicked, cool, man. That would be so cool. cool. Price wise, I think it would probably be roughly around three fifty. Yeah, pounds, I was going to say three fifty to four hundred. Yeah, I could see it yeah, being. Give or take. Is, I'm going to put it, put my uh, bet down now. Come on, then. Three seven nine nine nine. Three seven nine nine nine. Okay, okay. I just the reason I say yeah I think you're probably on the same page with this one but the reason I went between 350 400 is 
if the hardware's not powerful enough probably to do 4K, then they can't really charge any more than that. And I don't think it will be, personally. I think, as well, Nintendo are usually pretty fair with their pricing in terms of their hardware. Mm. And never, I've never really been like, oh my God, you know, yeah. how much is that? It's crazy. Yeah. Hardware. <laughs> <laughs> hardware, actual consoles. But... Yeah, it's 70 quid for Joy-Cons. Like, it's expensive, but every controller is 70 quid. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And they're probably the most... I'd say they're probably the... Not the hardest to make, but the most expensive to make in terms of they've got the way they work. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, they maybe the PS5 might give them a run for that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Because they've, they've got a lot going on now. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I think 350. I think 3499. Three, yeah. Okay. Three four nine nine. I'm gonna go three seven. No, I'm gonna go three four nine nine for the standard. Nah, three hundred forty nine ninety nine. Nah. Yeah, they're gonna. I'm gonna go. They're gonna do a standard model. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna do two, three four nine nine. I'm gonna say three hundred seventy nine ninety nine. Okay. Okay. Lock it in. Lock it in. Yeah. Winner buys the other one a coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say pint, but yeah, we'll go coffee. <laughs> I think we'll see an autumn release, probably, Um, or a late summer, maybe August, September time. Most likely with a new Mario game, a new 3D Mario game. I was going to say, a new 3D Mario game. Or Mario Kart, one or the two. But I would think it would probably be a Mario. I think there's a new Mario Kart coming. Oh, yeah, 100%. Well, the DLC finished in December, the the extra booster pack or so. It's. I think if it's not if it's not released with the console, it'll be probably then. Say Mario comes out this year, twenty twenty four. Next year, I think their main first party game will be Mario Kart. Yeah. Um Metroid Prime Four is somewhere as well. Yeah. Um, but I know that's had some trouble with development, hasn't it? I think like it's been delayed and cancelled and redone, and so God knows where that game is. But I was thinking. Uh, we might see another Wii Sports style game. Oh yeah, bit like One Two Switch, but a, a more. Yeah, but I don't think that one landed quite as well. So they might no. sort of revert back to a bit of the Wii Sports, get go back to basics, and Super just Switch maybe Sports, like mate. Super Switch Sports, get some Super Switch Golf. Yeah, uh, mate, Super... Super Switch Golf. That sounds like an amazing game. Yeah, doesn't it? exactly. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see something like that on release, and it will come with like. Yeah, three seven nine nine, or you can pay three nine 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 and get the bundle with with Super, Super Switch, Switch Sports. Sports. <laughs> oh mate, yeah, get it in, get it in. That's a good, that's a good shout, man. That's a good shout. I think because that's like your family game as well. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got your, you can cover your whole family with that one, and then you've got, you know, Mario as your more gamey game. If you see what I mean. Yeah. One thing that I was going to ask you. Before yeah. we move on, um, do you think it's going to be backwards compatible? Like, do you think you'll be able to play Very Switch good games? Point. Very good point. Yeah, I think the cartridges will be the same. I think you'll yeah. be able to play Switch games on it. And I'd like to see, you know, I don't know how, I don't know how they'd do this, but because they'd have to update all the games. Really, maybe their first party games you could play, and then say I wanted to play Tears of the Kingdom with sixty frames does an update you know you plug the cartridge in does an update and then boom you've got a new setting in the menu yeah or it just runs better 
you know. I don't know how. Yeah. I don't know I how mean, that would it work. It probably will. You'd like to think so, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's a good a good point to bring up. I didn't think about that to be honest, but I think it will be backwards compatible. Yeah, I think. I think, so I think, I think, I think it's it will smart. be. This is the smart thing to do. I think they'll just use the same cartridges and just keep it going, keep it going. To be honest, nice. Well, there you go. There's there's a good there's a good uh, overview of what we think the Switch Two is going to be. Um, mm. I'm excited, man. I'm excited. I'm really excited for the new Switch. Yeah, me too. Right, Reflect Selects this week. I'm going to give it to a game called Contain. So it's out on the 16th of January on PC. Uh, it's developed and published by a studio called Singing Giant. Singing with an apostrophe instead of a G. Mm. Um, it's the little blurb we got on it. Contain is a tactical co-op first-person shooter game. Form your squad of four players to fight against the anomalies. Try to contain them where the line between ordinary and extraordinary is blurred. This looks well cool. Uh, it's an early access release, I should say. Um, apparently heavily inspired by Fear, which was an amazing game. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. Such a good game. But it's absolutely stunning looking for, for an independent game as well. It looks gorgeous. Kind of reminds me of GTFO a little bit. Yeah, got that vibe. And uh, obviously SCP as well. I don't know, maybe that's where they got the name from, potentially. Uh, it's co-op as well, so I think we should absolutely play this. Yeah, it's just like um, it's like a yeah, it's just a first person co op game, but but more of a tactical shooter, I think, rather than just a go in, all guns blazing. Yeah, like that Ready or Not game. What's that? It's like um, really similar to this, I think, but it's it's like, like I think it's four player co op, and you drop in to like rescue hostages, and then it's it's like really serious sort of. First person shooter. Hardcore you're not, shooter. Yeah, you're not allowed to shoot any civilians. You've got to like yeah. communicate. There's like booby trap doors and stuff. You've got to use your right. gadgets to try and see see if the doors are booby trapped before you kick them in and stuff. Right, got yeah. But almost like a bit like Rainbow Six kind of. Yeah, that sort of vibe. Yeah. But but less competitive, more tactical strategy, sort of slow yeah. paced against the computer. Nice. Yeah, it looks really good, man. Looks really good. Independent release as well. No idea on the price yet. Um, doesn't say on the Steam store, but I expect like full release to be something like twenty five to thirty five. Maybe looking at the at the level of of detail that's gone into the game and what it's got to offer. Yeah, it looks really cool. Uh, it's called Contain, and it's out on PC on the sixteenth of January. What you got out this week, mate? This is going to be the penultimate episode of our A Way Out series. Oh, mate. The penultimate. Mm, the We're penultimate. nearly there. We're nearly there. Episode number eight, and this one is called Harvey's Medicine. <laughs> nice. Nice. This is going to be a great episode. It mate. is. Yeah. Be a great episode. This, this is where we head down uh, parachuting, as we yeah. chose, very quickly chose to do. Very very wisely, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> and that was yeah, good. Let's go and find Harvey bit. in his little hideout. Yeah. Little Harvey bitch ass. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. We uh, we're gonna start a new well on ne- ne- your next series soon, aren't we? Yeah, but, next um, in it one. That's uh, hush hush for now on what that's yeah, gonna yeah. be. No spoilers. Awesome. Well, that'll do us for this week. So thanks for listening, everyone, and thanks as always for joining, Con. Not a problem, mate. Absolute pleasure. And we'll see you all in episode forty-three. XOXO. XO.